we're back. Welcome to the show. I'm Nico. And I'm Kaylee. We're so glad to have you here on the fourth episode of our podcast. Sweet babies. She calls you sweet babies. I call you friends. What Actually, what is a sweet baby? A sweet baby is just anybody. Just anybody? They're yeah. Not, are they it's not for, special? It's for, it's for everybody to okay. feel special. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, we have a lot going on today, and um, I'm trying to hold a camera at the same time. <laughs> and Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. But I will say this. Um, the topic of today is... Today's topic is, what would you do when you hear the words, after all these years, I've never loved you? I've never loved you. <laughs> Oh, my Jesus. I tell you what you do. You slip it. I see. <laughs> you on camera. Watch your mouth. Whatever she just advised you all to do. Oh, this is not an advice show. This is not an advice show. Whatever she just talked about she would do, don't do it. Oh, it's not that kind of show? Yeah. Okay. Definitely not that kind of show. We don't, you know, what do you do, Kaylee, when you're with someone? This is my story, by the way. But I mm. need to get everybody else's input because... The way I handled it, it wasn't too great. After all these years, I've never loved you. Yeah, after 10 whole years. 10. 10. I'd probably laugh. Well, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what I did because I'll be judged. And this is a judge free zone. This, but it happened in 2013. Mm. No, 2014. And I don't want to be judged with 2023 standards. For something that happened in 2014. Oh. So, what do you do when someone says that? I'll tell you how it made me feel at the time. I was angry. I was hurt. I was sad. I felt betrayed, played, used. But in the moment, even though I was experiencing all those emotions, I feel like I forced those emotions I really feel like I was faking those emotions because I felt like I was supposed to be upset and angry, even though I don't think I really was because that was in year 10 and I knew in year seven that the relationship was over. So I think I was just doing that, responding that way in order to maybe make it seem like I gave a damn in order to control the situation that we were in. In order to get the upper hand by being very emotional, I knew that it would make him feel a certain way. So then I could control his behavior by me responding that way. So basically, I was being manipulative. Oh my God. Yeah. Did it affect him? The yes. way you thought it? Yes. Oh, okay. He came in later that night once we got to the house and was apologizing and telling me how I'm the best thing that's ever happened to him. And nobody will ever love him the way that I love him. And he'll always remember that, regardless of what happens between us. And I was just eating it up. Oh, my. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. But the thing is, when I look back on it, when you love somebody for 10 years and they say this to you, you ask yourself, why did they say that? Because there was no way he was going to convince me that he didn't love me. Even though he said it, there's no way after 10 years he was going to make me believe that. Yeah. If I didn't believe it in year seven, when I knew that I should have moved on, year 10 wasn't going to teach me anything. Oh my, do you know why Like he said that? 
I think it was an attempt to get back at me for all the shit I was talking, you know, mm. to try to get in the last laugh because the relationship was coming to an end. Both and, of you knew the relationship was in. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. Because you got to realize that December, um, the the prior December, we were in the airport and he said he was moving out. And I said, you can't afford to move out. And he was like, um, when can I afford to move out? I was like, you'll be able to afford to move March the 1st. He's like, okay, well, I'm moving March 1st. So, yeah, he out, we already knew it was over. Like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then that's the thing. Like, we were in the airport laughing, getting ready to go on vacation, having a good time. And out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I'm moving out. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, where did this come from? We're getting ready to go on vacation. And here you just pop this on me. Y'all haven't even left yet. Like, haven't even left. We were still stuck in the airport because of the weather. So immediately, I got on my phone, and I sent a message to my ex. I said, hey, you want to come spend the weekend in New York? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, me and Jody just broke up. So, yeah, you want to come spend the weekend in New York? And he's like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll fly you out tomorrow. And he came. He sure did. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, he sure did. Wow. But I think he said those words just to try to get more power, to try to show that he's not affected by the relationship or the breakup, and that he's strong enough to move on, and that he doesn't need me. And I think that was just his way of um, exerting control over his life. I think. Like there was a power struggle. Um, oh, no, I didn't struggle for power. <laughs> I was hell in relationships. <laughs> I, listen. <laughs> no, I, I had control in all my relationships. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. I, I was, it was so horrible. Um, but the thing is, as I think back on it, because I'm trying to think, not using today's understanding, but the understanding that I had at the time to give a more accurate description or recollection of what happened mm -hmm. and that's the thing guys when you when you tell a story from the past try to remember the way you felt and thought about the situation in the past don't use what you think or believe now to describe how you felt because mm -hmm. it could be different yeah i think that's why i cringe when i talk about stories from the past because i think so differently now right well, thank you. I will take it easy on myself, Nick. Good. <laughs> it's Nico. It's Nico and Kaylee. You see the look? It's Nico Nick. and Kaylee. Nico. Uh -oh, don't play. Don't play. Please don't play. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, but this is the thing. Like, this is how that moment shaped everything that I do believe today. And it wasn't just that moment because I did get in another relationship with, a, with an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I was an idiot before, <laughs> you know, I knew, listen, y'all, sweet babies, friends. Yes. You know, you know, from the jump, whether or not you need to be in a relationship with someone. Ooh. you spend time with them and you already arguing with a person that you have only talked to for three weeks. Don't get into a relationship with that person. For real. It's like, no, that right there. If we are fighting in week three, just let it go. It starts in chaos. It started in chaos, you know. If you're having to worry about why they're not communicating with you in week three or worried about who they're with in week three, just don't do it. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah. What that taught me was I knew that I was loved 
and the way that I know I was loved. No, I take that back. I don't know what he thought or felt. I know what I felt. I did feel loved. I felt appreciated. So when he said those things, it really didn't mean anything other than this is his way of trying to say he's done, but he doesn't know how to express it. And that he knows how much I believe in the love we have for each other. And the only way for him to break out or to move on or to be independent is to say, after all these years, I've never loved you. Because how else do you tell someone I'm done when you don't have the skills to communicate that? That just gave me chills. So what it's done for me, and I keep going back to this, I need to get to it. (laughs) (laughs) What it's taught me is that I can't live my life based on what I think another person feels for me. I have to live my life based on what I feel for me and my interpretation of what of what it means to be loved or what love is. What I've learned is that even if he didn't love me, I never would have believed it because I already made up in my mind that he does. And in some situations, somebody can love you, but you don't love yourself enough to accept it or receive it. So that's how you end up with somebody that's trying to prove that they love you and you can't receive it. So the whole time you're thinking, you don't love me. Think of how many times we, I don't do this, but (laughs) I'm saying we, but think of as humans, think about how often we in a relationship we've been in for a long time and we're like, do you love me? Promise. Oh my God, I've done that. Like, why are you asking that question? Shouldn't you know by now? Yeah. But you don't, or you do, but you just want reassurance and they don't give it to you. (laughs) But why do you need reassurance? Because the assurance comes from yourself. It comes from within. It doesn't come from outside of yourself. But we've been taught that it does. Gosh. And then someone else is always like, oh, yeah, she doesn't love you. He doesn't love you. Like, how do you know? How do you know what somebody else just. Here, listen. This is what confuses me when someone else is trying to convince you of what somebody else thinks or feels about you Mm. just think you should stay out of it you know i can see my friend in certain situations and i've learned just to keep my mouth shut because if i don't you just create listen i had a friend that when i was talking to him he's telling me about his relationship and i was giving him advice And then like a day later, he's like, you know, you're causing problems in my relationship. How am I causing problems in your relationship? You brought the shit to me. Mm. You asked me for my advice. I told you what I would do. But the best thing, oh, excuse me. The best thing to do is to stay out of it. Mm. I've said a lot, but Kaylee, give me your take on it. If, If you were with someone for 10 years. Yeah. How old are you now? 24. Yeah. You shouldn't be with the same person. (laughs) I I, I take that back because some people really are with the person they were in with, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I need to take that back. But anyhow, if you were with the same person (laughs) for 10 years and y'all were riding down the road after a wonderful dinner that was so amazing. I think it was steak at Ruth's Chris. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. It was so great. You know, and we were riding down the road. You're riding down the road, 
And that guy says to you, Kaylee, after all these years, I've never loved you. <laughs> I'd probably do that right there and just start laughing. Why? <laughs> I, I don't think I would be able to take those words seriously. And see, and that's what it was for me. It didn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I pretended all those, well, those emotions were real mm-hmm. in the sense of I created those emotions because I thought that was the response I was supposed to have. Yeah. I would, I would be thinking like, why even say that? And what are you trying to get at by saying that? Right. Because how can you be convinced? You know, I don't think I can be convinced by you saying certain words. I think some other action would have to show me that you don't love me after all these years. Yeah. Because if you didn't love me after all these years, you need to move before March 1st. Why are you waiting? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Why are you not doing everything you can to get the hell away from me? Why are you still sending messages every day from work? Are we going to watch a movie tonight? Are we going to, you know, cook tonight? What are we going to do tonight? Where are we going to go? Yeah, I don't think I would completely understand why mm-hmm. that would be said. How do you deal with a person that says that? Even though you don't take them seriously, what should, what, how do you deal with a person who has made it to the point that they feel comfortable saying those words? I think we need to get to the root of it and answer the questions that I just asked. Like, where is this coming from? And what are you trying to get at by saying that? Like, do you mean it? Or are you trying to communicate something different? Right. And I think for him, he was trying to communicate something different. Now, guys, I want you to understand something. I'm not, I'm not making excuses for him. I'm not in denial. We haven't talked to each other in probably six years. Okay. So I'm definitely not in denial trying to convince myself that he's somehow going to come back. Because Mm -hmm. if you know on the second chance episode, I don't date you again. Once we break up, that's it for me. I I, I do not get back with an ex. Yeah. We might hang out and go have some fun, stuff like that. But a relationship, not happening. That's just, I've been like that and I'm staying like that. Set my way, let my way set. I wish I was like that in high school. Yeah. But I learned lessons, so. Ooh. Yeah. It's good to learn lessons. I'm proud of myself. All I'm saying is that someone can love you and end up saying something hurtful or an attempt. I think that's the thing for me. It is not that it hurts me that they, the words hurt me. Yeah. I think the intent behind the words is what hurts. Mm-hmm. Because the words, after all these years, I've never loved you. It didn't do nothing to me. Because they're just words. Because they're just words. He was full of it. (laughs) You know? What hurt me was the why. Why did you say it? The why is maybe because he was ready to go. I want to get out. I want to be on my own. I want to live independent of you. But he didn't know how to say that. Which he did say years later. That's what the reason was. Oh. You know? He said that um, when he was in high school... He lived with his mom. He left high school, went to the military, came out of the military, lived with me. And he said, after all these years, I've never been on my own. I've never been required to be responsible for taking care of my own life because I've always been in an environment to where somebody else was taking care of me. And I'm ready to get out in the world and learn to do it for myself. Because even I manage the finances and everything. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even know what's in my bank account. I just trust that you take care of everything because that's what you do. That's you, why he asked you, well, when am I going to be able to move out? Why am I gonna, when am I going to be able to move out? Because he had no clue. He had no clue how much the rent was. Now, 
don't get me wrong, he had a job and he paid his fair share, but he didn't know what rent was or what the lights and water was. I would just go in his account and get half of what was needed to pay the bills and I'd pay my half. Yeah. And then I'd say, you have this much left. And then he knew what he could spend. And because he trusted my knowledge of finance to make sure that we were in a good position and that he was in a good position. Wow. Okay. So he never had to have that responsibility with credit or anything. So I understand being in an environment to where you never have to support yourself and then getting to a point to where you're like, okay, it's time for me to step out and learn to do this on my own. And with that being said, I encourage all of you to never, ever, ever, ever put yourself in a situation to where you can't leave. Ooh. No matter how much you love the person, no matter how long you've been with this person, never put yourself in a situation to where you can't leave. Oh, my God. Even if you say, oh, well, this man's good to me. I'm a stay-at-home wife, and he handles everything. Stay-at-home wife better have a a stay-at-home bank account in her name. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and take care of yourself. If a man wants to support you and take care of everything, so be it. But if that man ever stops or something happens to that man, you need to be able to carry your own. I, I see so many stories of divorces. And people saying, well, after the divorce, I just lost everything. I didn't have nothing. You know, like take care of yourself. I think that's a good word for the women. Yes. Especially since we're taught, we're brought up to be like, you know, the caregivers of the men and the children. And then the men just be the providers. I think even Steve Harvey said that for the women to have their own bank accounts and then a joint bank account. Mm hmm. So you know that you're taken care of if that joint bank account goes away. Right. And that's even in good relationships, y'all. It it doesn't matter if you're in a good relationship or or anything. I mean, look, I'm in a great relationship right now. And I still tell Abner that I could wake up tomorrow and decide I don't want to be with you. Mm. And you need to be in a position to take care of yourself. Because I don't know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. I love him. And I want to do right by people, and I strive daily to do right by people, but I just do not know. None of us knows what tomorrow will bring. That sounds like a word right there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, guys, it, it's that time. It's time for that inspiration from Kaylee Ray. Maybe I've said enough <laughs> no. for her to pick up on some stuff. So You've said, like, two good, two good words. What did I say? Oh, it was, two good lines, like, okay. I'm yeah, it was the love yourself more and take care of yourself. Oh, yeah, that that was great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mute my microphone. <laughs> and, <laughs> what happened? And then, uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to let Kaylee give her, um, her inspiration for the day. And guys, I'm sorry if I took up most of the time and you're on here to listen to Kaylee. This, no, the, the next, I enjoyed it. Yeah, but the next, they love listening to you, Kaylee. You know, the emails that come in, they're like, oh, you want to hear Kaylee more? We want to hear Kaylee more. And I'm like, This okay. is our podcast. Okay? I know, but they like hearing Kaylee because Kaylee always has something to say. So <laughs> I'm going to mute my microphone. We're going to let Kaylee say the word or the inspiration for the, the day. Inspiration for the day. Oh, my gosh. Sweet babies. I don't even know how to add to what Nico just said. Um, 
I'll keep it short, sweet, and simple by saying if you are with someone and they are not treating you the way you want to be treated, you love yourself more and appreciate yourself more and just keep it moving because you are perfectly capable of doing it on your own and do not ever let somebody make you feel like you can't because I know some people in my life who I've thought that they couldn't do it without somebody else and it's nice to have support and reassurance but get it from the right person because if you don't that one person might hold it over your head and use it as leverage so don't forget that you are a sweet baby bitch and you can do it on your own thank you Mm. <laughs> always a good word from Kaylee Ray <laughs> so questions um, be sure to send your questions to uh, sweetbabiespodcast at gmail.com uh, this is the fourth episode so soon we will have a um, a um, website you know to help you find us uh, we'd love for you to support us so if you're not listening to us on Patreon be sure to check us out at patreon.com forward slash sweet babies. Um, you know, you will find a welcome here. This is a safe place of safe, a safe space. But we love you guys <laughs> and we appreciate you. Sweet babies. Sweet babies. <laughs>